Hi there and welcome to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Karen Thomas, and I wanna thank you so much for being here and being a proactive parent and getting the resources that you need to let your child live their most fulfilling and independent life possible. When my own son was diagnosed with autism, I was told to drug him and try behavioral therapies and there was nothing else that we could do for him but manage his symptoms the rest of his life. But I didn't wanna do that. Fortunately, my background in craniosacral therapy of now 30 years, let me know that the brain can and does heal, but I didn't know that much about autism. What I did know is that I didn't want to just mask the symptoms with dangerous drugs. I wanted to find the causes and work with them naturally. And fast forward, it took me a decade and a lot of time and effort, but today my son is no longer diagnosable with autism after being told it could not happen. So I'm here to share with you valuable resources to save you the time and some of the expense that I had to spend to figure it out and to help you let your child lead to their best results possible. Every child's level of recovery is different, but we know that children who couldn't sleep through the night are sleeping now through the night and happily. Their immune systems are now strong where they were once sick all the time. Children who were nonverbal and their parents were told they could never speak are now speaking. Children who were getting D's and F's in school are getting A's and B's. And those that were so anxious all the time and couldn't sit still and, and were uncomfortable in their own bodies are now calm and happy and relaxed. And they're leading fulfilling and independent lives with friends. This is what we want for our kids. So I'm here to share the resources with you so that you can get the best results for your child the best possible. And you can start that right now with my free download of the top seven foods to eliminate beginning today of the top foods that are the most inflammatory and toxic that are contributing to those physical and behavioral symptoms of autism that your child is having. They're making his life uncomfortable. So you can get that right now at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods and feel free to share that with anybody you know who would be interested. And I will also link to it in today's show notes. There's of course a lot more than diet, but this is something you could start doing today that will begin to reduce those symptoms. And I'm happy to share everything I can with you. So right now, let's dive into today's episode. Well, parents are constantly asking me, Karen, what does this symptom mean? If, I, if my child's got this going on, what does that mean? What does that mean? And it's usually connected to, it is connected to something biological going on. You've heard me probably, if you've been following me for a while, you know, I've talked about how the gut controls the brain, how much the gut microbiome and the biology of the gut has to do with how other things in the body are functioning, especially the brain. So I just wanted to go over some of the symptoms you might be noticing in your child with autism and why they might be happening to give you a greater idea of what the background is on that symptom. And the first thing to start with is candida because candida is an overgrowth of a bacteria that we naturally have in our system, but it gets overgrown due to stress, antibiotic use, uh, poor diet, including high sugars, um, processed uh, foods and processed carbohydrates, and a lot of those things, gluten and casein, that can cause a lot of inflammation in the gut. We can e even pass down candida in utero. We can give it to our children or they're born with it, then they're weak or more susceptible. And, uh, and then we you know, start feeding them foods after they've uh, been weaned off of uh, uh, 
breast milk or hopefully breast milk instead of bottle, but whatever you've been giving them, we start usually adding in then they usually tend to get a processed carbohydrate of some type. And this ends up feeding this candida problem even worse. Then if you get a vaccination, and I'm going to link to this really good study I found on um, how vaccinations can impact the gut and the microbiome. And this is all really, really important to know that there's this whole we call it the microbiome, this whole area in the gut that is all of these trillions of different um, types of bacteria and fungi, fungi, funguses and, and viruses and different things that are living in the gut and how easily the gut can get out of balance. And so, as you know, I'm all about, okay, in my program, we, we always start with, okay, healing the gut, but that also requires a lot of stabilization because you've got to support the detoxification pathways, even changing the diet alone, which again, get that seven foods got, I gave you the link to, and I will link to it in the show notes if you uh, didn't grab it, but uh, it's very important to know you've got to start with diet, diet changes and shifting out of the bad foods and eating more of the good foods. That is really important. We don't want to feed that candida even more. So we're basically trying to starve it out. But when we do that, they'll die. And that's good, but we get what are called die-off symptoms. And you might notice heightened irritability, anxiety, trouble sleeping. Um, Your child might have been calm and now their, their behaviors are much worse. And this is part of detoxification. So you've got to support that with we talked about binders and uh, minerals and different things that support the detoxification pathway. And there are often also parasites in the gut as well. And so I want to talk about some of the symptoms again, that symptoms, uh, again, with uh, candida, there, uh, there are some that are very common that you might notice in your child. Uh, one is you bloat with eating, bloating. Um, they have a lot of gas. They have acid reflux. They have brain fog, they have sinus and ear infections, Uh, they suffer from fatigue and you can't really figure out why, they might have a dry mouth, be thirsty all the time, vision can get really blurry and then clear and then blurry again, a lot of trouble also with hypoglycemia and balancing blood sugar, Um, get really tired after you sleep, Um, can get really irritable and shaky if you miss a meal. Also constipation and diarrhea are common from candida overgrowth. Borderline anemia or commonly rashes. We see a lot of rashes when we're detoxifying anyway. So rashes are really common because the body is releasing toxins through the skin. Um, You might notice toenail or fingernail fungus, very common. Vaginal yeast infections or jock itch. And then basically you look at all these symptoms and, and it, they say about if you have three or more of these, then you're indicating a very strong fungal overgrowth. And all of this can also affect hormones, creates a lot of food allergies because I'll link to the show notes. Uh, we've talked about uh, leaky gut in the past. Now, leaky gut is when the candida or viruses or inflammatory foods or all of the above will create holes in the lining of the digestive tract. Now, especially candida, they their spores, which are like their little babies, have little corkscrew legs on them. So they literally are like drilling holes in the lining of the digestive tract. And what happens now with this leaky gut syndrome 
is that when you eat a food, your child eats foods, they will then release those, those foods will be released into the bloodstream from that leaky gut area without being digested. So undigested foods, especially undigested proteins are a really strong inflammation marker for the immune system to see and put out inflammatory markers to attack this foreign agent. It's the immune system is doing what it's supposed to is to attack these foreign agents, but these normally wouldn't be foreign agents. So now your child is, has developed allergies to pretty much, one mom just wrote me actually today, almost everything that their child eats, they have developed an allergy to. They had a test done and I said, yeah, that's very, very common. You've got to heal up the leaky gut so that we can, and then stop the immune re reactions from uh, being, ex you know, really, ex you know, really being too much for the system basically is what they are. We don't ever want to boost the immune system in autism. And I did a show on that recently that I will link to in the show notes for today, because if you boost the immune system further in children with autism, they will very commonly go into an autoimmune reaction. So we are modulating or regulating in an autism. We don't want to boost it. Um, you might, so a lot of allergies can develop as might, might see those dark circles under their eyes. They'll have a lot of chemical sensitivities. There's common to have short-term memory loss, persistent drowsiness, headaches, and mood swings are very common. Uh, OCD, a lot of dizziness, lack of balance or coordination, a lot of ear sensitivity or ear ringing, uh, might even know people who have something called vertigo or their ears will itch. Um, they'll have mucus in their stools, a lot of post-nasal drip, very frequent colds, and possibly strep throat. Now from strep throat and sinusitis and bronchitis, which yes, are often from uh, the candida overgrowth, it's a yeast and a fungus overgrowth, they get into the respiratory pathways as well as other systems of the body. Now, all of this is again, affecting the gut microbiome, which directly has an impact on the brain and on the immune system, because 80% of the immune system is made in the gut. So it's really important to, to understand how all of these connect with one another. Candida also eats up progesterone. So uh, this imbalance can cause things like acne or really thinning hair, um, might have migraines or depression, and that's really common as well. Notice too, um, your child might, you might smell ammonia. Now ammonia is released by certain bacteria when, um, when it's dying off and, or when it's even alive, but Lyme disease, very, very common in children with autism, parasites and candida will all release ammonia. So if you're smelling ammonia in your child, look at those three issues, very, very important. Also, as I just mentioned, the OCD, OCD is really, really com common with, um, with PANS or pediatric autoimmune neuropsychiatric syndrome. And if it's PAN does, we call that associated with strep. Now, streptococcal infections are very common as well in children with autism. And it's not just strep throat, which is what we mostly, many of us attribute it to, but strep throat can also be, there can also be strep carried in the gut. Now this can deteriorate uh, the amount of hydrochloric acid or stomach acid. So 
it's kind of hand in hand, low stomach acid caused by candida overgrowth and all this bacterial imbalance makes it so then strep can live in the gut more easily. So then you might see things like acid backup and GERD really, really common with that as well. So those are things to be uh, aware of. Um, um, parasites are really, really big deal with our kids, very commonly missed. You can look in their stool and see if you actually see black or white specks. And if you see them visibly with the naked eye, that is a severe parasitic infection. Now, um, we work with these naturally with herbals in my program, but be careful of going to a uh, medical doctor who's going to load your child up with, with, with uh, antibiotics. Now, antibiotics are short term for how they affect uh, many of these issues that I'm, I'm discussing today at all. And they can actually cause these bugs to get stronger over time because they become uh, immune resistant to these things. So just be aware of that as well. Um, the mouthing, if you see your child eating, you know, putting their fingers in their mouth, putting other things in their mouth a lot, um, it's usually, it's very common of nutritional deficiencies, but also if you see them a lot of nail biting, then that is indicative of parasites. Um, you know, adding some trace minerals, some magnesium and some B vitamins, but of course being careful with B vitamins because you don't want, especially with B12 and methylation issues, you want to be careful about those types of sensitivities. Um, some super green foods can be helpful. You want to get some, some nutrition in, but you've got to be careful. We wait just a little while before in my program before we have anybody start with the multivitamins because if there are parasitic or candida or other type of infections going on in the gut with these overgrowth of, of these bacteria or viruses or anything, many of them, especially parasites, can use those as food and we don't want to be feeding them. So it's really a delicate balance as far as moving forward. And again, supporting those detoxification pathways with some binders, very important. Um, if they're hungry all the time, you might notice that too with parasites because they're not absorbing the nutrition from the food that they're eating because the parasites are eating their food in their, in their body. So they're, they're really not getting a lot of that nutrition that they need. Um, also, uh, a lack of serotonin. So there is a neurotransmitter in the gut that's called serotonin, and it's responsible for helping balance things like mood, sleep, and appetite. And it, it, if it's not strong enough, it can't help the brain do those things if it's not building in the gut properly. So again, it goes back to working with the gut. Very, very important. And again, remembering that leaky gut also releases, reduces the uh, nutritional absorption from the foods. So very, very important. Um, you might also notice somehow some of the co-infections are really a big deal for keeping the gut ill as well. Mold and besides parasites, I already mentioned, mold and Lyme disease are very common. So the mold biotoxin issue is when there's about 29% of the world population has a genetic defect that doesn't allow your body to dispel the toxins when you are exposed to mold in a water damaged building. Now, this is really common in children with autism and can be a reason why your child plateaus and why they stay ill. And you maybe, maybe you've had them on a good diet and some good supplements for a while. And you think, well, 
how come I'm, I'm not, my child isn't getting better. It is usually because of there's an underlying co-infection that is being missed. And uh, very important to, uh, to know about this. So mold biotoxins, you want to make sure your, your home is cleared of any mold. Um, there is a symptom called Marcon's, which is a staph infection that actually grows in the sinus pathways, can cause a lot of inability to think, a lot of uh, sleepiness and fatigue, um, a lot of problems there as well, and really affects sleep. So you want to make sure of that, but the weight loss, if your child's having a lot of weight loss, the combination of the leaky gut and the candida and the parasites are all there, but Lyme and mold and strep are all contributing to those as well. So again, there are multiple infections going on here that must be worked with. It's not just one thing. That's why I see, you know, again, you might be spending a lot of money going to appointments with practitioners and they're trying to figure it out and, and they don't know how to work with these things properly. And so that's very important. Um, and uh, please get my seven foods guide and learn what the top seven foods are to start eliminating from your child's diet and why. And then um, I'll offer you as well uh, my, um, my free webinar where I walk you through this a little bit further from that. Um, if you get the seven foods guide, you'll be offered the free webinar and it'll explain these things in a little bit more detail and on how I can help you because I don't want you to just be left hanging. That's, I think the worst thing is you hear all of these things and you say, okay, Karen, great. Yeah, my child has all these, but what do I do about it? So get that seven foods guide. It's at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods, just the number seven and foods with no spaces. And then from there, we will also um, invite you with a link to um, watch a free webinar on these four stages to naturally recovering from autism and how I can help you with that if that's something you're interested in. Because weight gain and weight loss is very much related to mold inflammation from the gut and all of the hormonal imbalances that are caused by these mold biotoxins. The mold issue is a very big deal and it's, it, it creates what we call a chronic inflammatory response syndrome. So your child's system stays inflamed and it affects multiple systems of the body. So it's very, very important that we balance those. And again, it can cause a lot of these, uh, these hormonal issues. And especially in puberty, again, we're running back into symptoms and why. There, mercury is a heavy metal toxin. Mercury inhibits the body's natural ability to remove excess candida from the body. So again, hopefully you're not just using Diflucan or some, some other medical prescription drug that's, gonna, that's going to do something good short-term, but not last long-term. And you may have already seen that. I hear about it from parents all the time. We work with things that are, it takes time and you must be patient. Supplements that um, I have taken over a decade to figure out uh, with my own son's recovery process, and they work long-term. So that's really, really important to know that you want to work with these things long-term. It's not just about a short-term fix. So um, you're able to, to balance out these issues with, um, with natural supplementation that can help your child long-term and help to remove these symptoms. You know, their, their lack of speech Lack of speech, the 
biggest things I see with lack of speech and in my now over a decade of experience with autism and working with parents with autism, lack of speech and the regression you see, I hear a lot of parents say they saw it after vaccination. Well, the viruses and the heavy metals in the vaccination start contributing to this gut imbalance amongst other things as well. The heavy metals in there, as we mentioned, mercury is also very much affected, uh, affects the candida's ability to overgrow in the body and affecting the gut microbiome. There are viruses that are living in the gut as well. So all of these things have to be balanced out. If there are a lot of episodes of anger, you're really gonna see that commonly from Lyme's disease. So that can be a clue to you that there may be some Lyme issues going on as well. And we talked about PANS or PANDAS, the, that, uh, the strep issues that can cause again, OCD really heightened and sudden OCD and anxiety. Um, sleep can be from all of these, candida, Lyme, uh, the, the gut dysbiosis and the parasit parasitic issue. It can be from histamines. It can be from mold biotoxins causing a lot of that, those issues. The speech regression, as I was mentioning, speech regression is really common from PANS, pediatric autoimmune neuropsychiatric syndrome. And PANS is when the immune system's attacking the brain and it can be triggered by any heightened environmental toxin overload and also from heavy detoxification. If you're doing it really quickly, even that's why I always stress, do it as slowly as possible because it's very common. But PANS is a, a big trigger for speech regression. I see that a lot. Uh, so it's just uh, something also to be aware of. So anyway, I hope these things have been helpful. I could go on and on because they, you know, many of them affect something else. They, they really affect each other. Uh, mycoplasma toxins, uh, mycoplasma bacterial infections are very a very common co-infection. That's when you're going to see things like asthma, a lot of respiratory issues. Your child's really mucousy and all the time, and you're not sure why. Then there's a mycoplasma infection, which is a bacterial issue as well. So again, there are multiple infections in the body going on. It's not just one thing. So please go get my seven foods guide to start eliminating the top seven foods today that are contributing to these symptoms because they're keeping the inflammation up in the gut, which is a big, big deal. And why it's why our kids have so many of these health issues and why they remain. We want to slow down the inflammation and reduce it and eventually eliminate it. So these foods will reduce the eliminate and, and eliminate eventually the, uh, the inflammation in the gut and in the whole body, they will also help to reduce some of these symptoms that your child's having from all of these, uh, the, the inflammation being exacerbated. So this is all making a big difference for your child in the long run. And I do want you to know that in my next episode, I will be interviewing a, an expert researcher on the gut microbiome and autism very specifically. So I want to make sure that you be sure to tune into my next episode to listen to that interview, because it'll give you even further insight as far as how this gut microbiome is all working together and, and working with those symptoms of autism 
So it'll be even further information for you. Uh, I've got a couple episodes that I'm going to follow up on this with to give you some more insight and some more solutions. So I hope this is helpful for you. Uh, make sure again, if you like this episode, it's been helpful for you. Please go on my iTunes page and give me a, a rating. It helps other parents see that this page is something that's been valuable to other parents and uh, that they might wanna take a look at so that they get these resources that they need as well, because that's really what it's about in our community, especially we wanna help other parents with their children whenever we can, because with one in 36 kids being diagnosed with autism today, there are a lot of kids out there and a lot of parents who are needing support and answers. They need, they need a roadmap and that's what I can offer. So again, don't forget to get that seven foods guide. Please share it with anybody you know who would be interested. Thanks, thank you again for so much for being here and being a proactive parent, getting the resources you need. And uh, I look forward to seeing you next week with that next episode I will be doing with that expert interview. So until then, take care and have a great week.